amen this is not the time nor the place amen you can't give up can't give in i have to apologize one i'm in my car recording and two i just put a piece of candy in my mouth knowing the song was about to end so bear with me because you guys know i don't edit so i apologize <laughs> for this you're so rude i apologize but we are on day 40 we are on day 40 my my goodness we we i you know we got through it we we got through the love there so i chose a song this is not the time or the place to give up or give in because just because the 40 days is over doesn't mean that your journey to love with your mate is over um we have to continue on striving to get to for a better relationship with our spouses um day 40 says love is a covenant where you go i will go and where you lodge i will lodge your your people shall be my people and your god my god ruth 1 and 16 again it's where you go i will go and where you lodge i will lodge your people shall be my people and your god my god ruth 1 and 16 it says congratulations you reached the end of the love dare the book but the experiences and challenges of loving your mate is something that never comes to an end it goes on for the rest of your life this book may end at day 40 but who says your dare has to stop as you view your marriage relationship from this point on we challenge you to embrace it as a covenant instead of a contract these two words sound similar in meaning and intent but are in reality much different seeing marriage as a contract is like saying to your spouse i take you for your for myself rather i take you for myself and we'll see if this works out but realizing it's a covenant changes it to say i give myself to you and commit to this marriage for life there are many other differences between covenants and contracts a contract is usually a written agreement based on distrust outlining the conditions and consequences if broken a covenant is a verbal commitment based on trust assuring someone that your promise is unconditional and good for life it is spoken before god out of love for another a contract itself a contract is self-serving and comes with limited liability it establishes a time frame for certain deliverables to be met and accomplished a covenant is for the benefit of others and comes with unlimited responsibilities. It has no expiration date. It is till death do us part. A contract can be broken with, with mutual consent. A covenant is intended to be unbreakable. And that's how we want our marriages. Unbreakable. I could have also used the Alicia Keys song, Unbreakable. Um, but I didn't want to use well i know why i didn't use that song because it talks about fictional characters and their relationships and how it seems good and how at the end of 30 minutes those relationships are um <laughs> you know whatever went on like it can be solved in 30 minutes and everyone know in real life that is not how marriage conflicts go it may take 30 hours to resolve and not 30 minutes so 
yeah so maybe that's why i didn't use that song but unbreakable definitely yeah um would have fit too just because we want our love to be unbreakable and like the fictional characters we do want those strong visible relationships but we don't want something strong just visible to the eyes we want something strong visible to god something strong visible to our children something strong visible to our family not just a facebook relationship if i dare to say that because we don't want it to be all perfect um in theory we want it to be perfecting in reality i gotta say that again we don't want it to be perfect in theory we want it to be perfecting in reality because in theory life should always be good because we trust in the lord but in reality because we trust in the lord life is good I don't think y'all caught that because if you are trusting in God, your life is going to be good. It didn't say you was not going to have hard times, but your life will be good. Trouble still will come, but guess what? You can handle them better with ease because you're trusting in the Lord. That's reality. But if you're just expecting life, to be good and you have no hopes or expectations in the Lord or your hopes and and expectations are in man and not in God you're setting yourself up for failure so that comes with a lot of consequences in itself um because you are not really having a um you don't really have a true foundation so just like we learned through this love dare a foundation built on God is the best foundation to have and it's very strong and it's unbreakable because when God is in that covenant with you there is no limitations um there's no limitations with with God all things are possible so knowing that all things are possible with God you know that your marriage can be fixed. You know that you're not on the brink of no return. Whereas before we started this love there and we were just focusing on what our mate wasn't doing instead of what we're not doing and what we can do better and how we need to strengthen our relationship with God first before we can ask someone else to change that we literally have to change. And now that we can't now that those things have become reality for us, we have a we have a sense of Wow, this is going to work. Wow, this is going to be good. Wow, this can change. Wow, this will work. Wow, I can be married for 30 years because now my mindset has changed. It's not that, oh, this ain't going to make it another year because he or she is not doing this. When now it's like, oh, this is going to make it a lifetime because now I am doing this. And that's the difference. We're not looking at someone else to make our life better we're making it better and then we're also adding value to them when we're literally women that are listening if you're his help meet you're to help make his life better and easier men if you are ahead and our provider you are providing us and covering us and and uh, leading and guiding us into a better life with you okay okay I think that's all I want to say about that.
I think that's all I wanted to say about that. I kind of went off on a little tangent, but bear with me. Let me get back to this. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I like I I just like the fact that we are. I'm gonna say me. I, I always want to say we because we did this journey together. But I'm gonna say me because you guys got it together. I'm still learning. You guys been married forever. I'm just you know trying to get over two years, like trying to get to get, trying to get to two years as a matter of fact. So it, you know you guys that got it all together, y'all done it. Y'all 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 are doing it. Y'all you know so y'all y'all got it all together. Y'all trying to help me. Like, y'all trying to help me. So it says um, the Bible contains several major covenants as part of the unfolding story of god's people god made a covenant with noah promising never to destroy all the flesh with a worldwide flood in genesis 9 12 through 17 he made a covenant with abraham promising that an entire nation of descendants would come from his family line genesis 17 1 through 8 he made a covenant with moses declaring that the people of israel would be god's permanent possession exodus 12 3 through 6 he made a covenant with David, promising that a ruler would sit in on his throne forever. 2 Samuel 7, 7-16 Ultimately, he made a new covenant by the blood of Christ, establishing an unending, unchanging legacy of forgiving sins and eternal life for those who believe in him. Hebrews 9 and 15 Never once has God broken any of these covenants. That being said, if God has never broken any of his covenants when we look at marriage as a covenant we should not break our covenant our covenant with our spouse should never be broken unbreakable like it says a contract can be broken at any time now that being said does that mean that no one's heart is going to ever get broke or well we hope no one's heart ever gets broke, but you know, if you've been following me all this time, you you know, you you know, but um, the thing is, you hope that the mending of the broken heart and the mending and the drying of the tears and the you know truly being apologetic and meaning your apologies when you say them. Um, you pray that your that your spouse receives them and you know is not ready to give up on you and if again if you're praying and seeking God there's always hope there is always hope and I thank God for that because when I changed this thing around and started focusing on the things that I needed to correct and change I see the change in my husband I see the change in his attitude towards me. I see the change in how he receives me changing daily, which was different at first because it was like, you said this before, you said that before, you said it before, you're not changing, you're not changing. And I can honestly say that was true. I wasn't changing. I was just giving him lip service. But now that I'm actually doing what I said, matter of fact, I'm doing it instead of saying it so he could see it because what do they say? Action speaks louder than words. So my covenant with my husband is unbreakable. It's not being broke. Now, the contract with my husband 
has been broken several times, glued back together, shattered in 10,000 pieces. Uh, I want a divorce, sign this paper right here 99 million times. But at the end of the day, we've stuck to the covenant of marriage and let go of the contract of marriage. We um, decided that the, even like now, my husband will say, if I walk out the house and we don't do our daily prayer, like he'd be like, oh, we didn't pray. And we'll have to pray while I'm driving down the road. Like literally like just the little things, like even in that alone, that right there alone, my husband wanting the initiative and, and paying attention to, like, hey, we didn't pray today. Like, oh, we're going to pray? I was trying to wait on you, you know, I didn't want to get in the shower before we prayed, but you waited too long and I'm like, well, you got to just stand in the shower and we got to pray. And it it is working. And in that little bit of change, the covenant of our marriage has been built. The standing on God's word and trusting and believing that both of our hearts can mend through all the hurt pain and disappointment does that mean there will be no more hurt pain or disappointment no but what it means is now that we have the tools to quickly quickly mend the others hurt pain and disappointment or say hey i know you were expecting this or that or the third um but this came up and we know how to talk to each other and not talk at each other we literally know how to talk to each other now so, and that has been a huge difference, a huge difference in going from contractual marriage to covenant, covenanted marriage. Did I say that right? I hope I said that right. But going from contractual marriage to being in a covenant marriage is what I'm trying to say. Y'all got that right? That's what I was trying to say. And it, it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. Every little thing that we do in God's word in his will makes a difference every little thing we always want to think that it has to be something huge big and profound when God comes in subtle silence as a lamb if he needs to and if he needs to come in like a roaring lion he will but Sometimes it's just a silent subtleness brings back brings about the most change. Like I said, now that I'm doing what I should do as a wife, now that I'm doing the things that I've been saying I was going to do years ago, now that I'm doing it and I'm not saying it, it makes a big difference because action speaks louder than words. So then it goes on to say, and then there's marriage the strongest covenant on earth between two people the pledge of a man and a woman to establish a love that is unconditional and lasts a lifetime in marriage your wedding ring represents the covenant vows not merely commitments you hope to keep but predominantly promises spoken publicly before god and witnesses by others and witnessed by others as you've read numerous times in these pages Keeping this covenant is not something you can do in your own strength. There's good reason why God was the one who initiated covenants with his people. He alone is able to fulfill the demands of his own promises. 
He alone is able to forgive the receivers of his covenant when they fail to uphold their part of the agreement. But the spirit of God is within you by virtue of your faith in his son and the grace he bestowed upon you in salvation. That means with his help, you now can exercise your role as a covenant keeper, no matter what arises to challenge your faithfulness to it. Wow. That is great. That is exactly what I was saying. With God's help, you can do all things. You can do all things. Guys, I'm sorry. I have to turn this car on. I might get a little noisy. I need this heat because it is a little cool out here today. So I apologize. You're going to hear the noise again. I am um, I'm at a doctor's appointment. So waiting on the doctor's office to open so I can go in. But I needed to get this done because, as promised, I wanted us to go ahead and close out this first season of uh, New Wife Chronicles with the Love Dare so we can start our next thing together, our next season together. And I am so looking forward to it because, I mean, we have grown so much. You guys have encouraged me so much. We have strengthened each other so much. And I mean, I'm telling you, I, you know, I know I still need the baptismal locations, you know, which is fine. I continue to send those locations in because, hey, we all need an extra little dip to get renewed. You know, it's a renew our minds daily. So daily, I, I have to, you know, give myself up. I have daily have to die to this flesh so I can be renewed in Christ so I can continue to be the godly woman the Proverbs chick the the wife that my husband deserves and I just thank you all again for you know hanging with me continuing with me strengthening me iron sharpens iron so I thank you for being my iron and I'm hoping I was some iron to you as well in this thing so let's see here um i don't want to i don't it, it was the one part that i wanted to read to you guys especially i did not highlight it but hold on let me find it oh this part right here so especially if your spouse is not in a place of receiving your love right now the act of covenant keeping can grow more daunting with each passing day but marriage is not a contract full of escape clauses and ex and exceptions exceptions wordings meaning there's no except this happens or that happens there's no escape clause in marriage now god does say that you may divorce if one of you cheats have a, you know commit adultery that is but we always want to try to escape so fast and not look back and miss out on a love just because of a mistake. Now, that being said, my friend was telling me that her aunt and uncle were married for several years. They both cheated on each other. They both had kids by other people while they were married together. Now, I am not by any means, any means saying that you have to stay in that kind of relationship but at the end of the day they stopped all that foolishness they forgave one another and they have a strong marriage um is what she's saying like when they really stopped 
all the foolishness really died to sin and let the Lord take control they were able to really love each other the way they were supposed to love each other and stop all the foolishness and that is great for them and can that happen to you it can but if you know that in your heart every day that you are not really going to be able to let that go the bible says let your spouse go because you cannot make it into heaven with unforgiveness in your heart so if the only way you can forgive them is to be away from them then that's what you need to do but again marriage doesn't have an escape clause all at the same time i know he's like i know i know you're probably saying now you just said there was one and now you're saying there isn't one now make up your mind what i'm saying is that is a door that you can walk out of but it's hard to walk back in no matter what because you got to remember you you went into this thing thinking forever to death do us part through sickness and health through richer and poor and I don't care I don't care when you find out about the mistake how long the mistake has been happening it could just be one mistake because it could be with the same person and it may have been for years but are you really ready to give up everything you got I'm not saying stay because God freely lets you out without sin, shame, blemish or all that but these are things that we are trying to see if you can really stay have you really dared to love your spouse the way you're supposed to have you really got to the root of why are you doing this to me why do you feel like this other person fulfills this need for you what is it i mean no one absolutely wants to know what you're doing wrong and why somebody is cheating on you nobody really wants those answers but we ask those questions for a reason not that anything they say will make us feel better or and sometimes it makes you feel worse because you're thinking oh my god I thought I was doing this and oh my god I thought I was doing that but once you honestly know and you can say to them well what do I have to do to get the third party out of our marriage so we can keep our covenant because that's what I want to do but if this is not what you want you are free to go I cannot make you love me like I can't make you love me and I don't want to force you to stay in this either if you're really not wanting to be here so um with that being said it's like it's like you you can you can get out of it but if you're done if you are doing this love there have done this love there um that means you're really wanting to stay in there you're really wanting to hang on you're really wanting to forgive them you really want to make this work so i encourage you i encourage you i encourage you to make it work so i'm gonna i'm gonna end this with today what today's dare was it says write out a renewal of your vows and place them in your home 
Perhaps, and if appropriate, you can make an arrangement to formally renew your wedding vows before a minister and with your family present. Make it a living testament to the to the priceless value of your marriage in God's eyes and the high honor of being one with your mate. This is this is the opportunity to literally if you just took the regular vows that the the pastor said repeat after me blah 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 this time take the time to write out your own vows that you really want to open your heart to your spouse and say why I love you forever why I'm going to love you forever even if you even in the midst of it I heard I heard someone write one time that we've been through a lot together ups downs ends out this that and the third um cheating but we are still here literally they put that in their vows because guess what it's not like nobody else knew about the cheating so it wasn't surprising that they brought that up but at the end of the day the thing was they were laying out everything that they've been through together and that they are still together and now again renewing their vows one for another despite all of that and now that the trust has grown even more and stronger that they could stand here before the people today and say yeah it's been a hard road no it hasn't been easy but we fought and we are here now and that's what it's all about I know I got confusing with the escape clause cheating you can leave but I just I encourage you if it's feasible to stay if it's if you're really in God's will, stay, 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 stay. Just stay. It is, it is, I, I'm encouraging you to stay. That's what we're doing. We're encouraging each other to stay. So guys, let's get out of here. We ended this thing. It doesn't end just because it's day 40. Keep up the good work. Continue to reach out to me at labor of love at 1820. Yeah. Mm. Nope. That's labor of love 1820 at yahoo.com. Again, labor of love 1820 at yahoo.com. Continue to reach out to me. Continue to tell me where those baptismal pools are. We're going to continue to strengthen each other, encourage each of each other. And knowing that just because it's day 40 doesn't mean it's the end of daring to love our mates. You guys be blessed. May God continue to watch over you and keep you. May God continue to strengthen you day by day. Lead God and direct you in all your endeavors. And join me back for season two starting next month, which is December. Starting next month for season two for a new dare and challenge to love our mates. Love you guys. Until we meet again, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. In Jesus name. Amen.